Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Finding Self with Jake. This is your host, Jake Sudnick, and I have a very special guest with me today, Miss Erin Turbin. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am awesome. Thank you so much for coming and joining here. I'm very excited. Cool. So I, I'm, I'm terrible, and usually I start talking. I'm so excited to get to our right? conversation <laughs> right away that I skip everything about the person I'm sitting down with. So I'm going to give you a chance to introduce yourself and tell everybody listening a little bit about who you are, what you do, and uh, what you're about. Sure. Um, so I'm Erin Turbett. Um, I am 31 years old. I'm a millennial. Um, and I am a single mom to a 10-year-old girl. I don't know who put me in charge of 10-year-old girl, but <laughs> here I am. Um, and I'm also a realtor. The cutest daughter, by the way. I Oh, my gosh. My mini-me. I've, like, followed. I remember <laughs> a, a little while ago, I, I saw when you guys, I don't know if it was, like, when exactly it was, but when you started doing all the donut shops and you yes. were posting, like, the Instagram pictures, I was, like, living yeah. for it. I'm like, <laughs> let's see the next, like, I can't wait to see where you guys go get donuts you next. Know, I'm so that excited. that started out as, like, a very, like, <laughs> me, like, bonding with my daughter kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah. oh, we'll just, like, post it on Facebook and Instagram, whatever. Yeah. It has turned into something where I'm like, okay, I don't need any more donut gift cards. Like, this was supposed to be like a fun daughter mom thing. And now everyone's like, oh, you need to try this new donut place, this new donut place. I'm like, I don't even know you, but like, thanks. I can only <laughs> eat donuts so many days a week. I have to like watch out for our health yes. at some point. Like, I'm like, can we do like salad next or like pizza, baby? <laughs> it was so funny and it was so cute. It was just like the, I don't know, it was such a great thing. But that's like a fun, like, little adventure or whatever. Oh my god. Right? She had such a blast. Like oh she gosh. would like rate all of them. And like when I was like typing out the description or the caption whatever, yeah, yeah. it was like a project. It was such a project because I like oh my gosh, it was just so interesting. But it was so fun. Yeah. It was so fun. Oh, that's sweet. And okay, so not to not to immediately go into donuts because that's like my interest. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, tell me about this. You're like, yes, everybody asks about that. I would, of course, I would know. So you've been in the real estate game, and everybody knows that's listening that that's we share that career field. Yes, which is interesting because well, my my little introduction here for Aaron is we actually knew each other back in high school. Yes. So it's it's kind of funny because we we were I, I mean we weren't like super close but we were friends we were right? the same yeah. friend group and we were friends yeah, yeah we had a lot of mutual friends had band practice together yes. sometimes <laughs> you know so like we yeah we I mean we we spent a decent amount of time together oh, but yeah. then there's that this like big gap of in between life where life happens and then I then I think like two or three years ago I tried to get Aaron involved in like a pyramid scheme <laughs> and that's how we reconnected because <laughs> I decided that maybe my life needs to because I mean everybody know that's listening knows how well I am at finding different hobbies and at the time I was like oh I got really into this whole idea that maybe an MLM is a great idea yes money so I am so sorry <laughs> about that by the way I want to publicly apologize Listen. because I feel like the message I sent you wasn't enough if anything uh, like came out of it like it reconnected us which was like <laughs> I'm like okay worth it <laughs> I feel like that's the thing you have to like look out for like every time you get a, a message from someone you haven't talked to in 10 years you're like what pyramid scheme yes. is this now yes <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, it was an interesting time. It happened. It did happen. Sorry. One okay. more time. It happened. Did you? <laughs> how long did you stay involved with that thing? Um, maybe like a week. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> 
I made the mistake of like going to Detroit for like an event that they had. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. So I actually went to their event in Phoenix. Oh, you did go all the way but to I Phoenix. But I had um, I had a I had a friend that lived in Phoenix at the time, so, so it was, it was like it. I didn't really go to the event. I just good for you. It was a good excuse to go visit <laughs> a friend. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, that was yeah. Oops. Whoop. <laughs> So anyway, with real estate life, now you got involved with that. How did you get started? Um, so I got started, I was bartending and serving in restaurants and I loved like the game of it. I loved getting to know people. I loved learning about people. I loved kind of like, like I said, like a game where I'm like, okay, what does this person, what will make this person happy? Mm -hmm. Um, and I loved like coming home with money. And like the money was like, this is how you, good you did today. Like, yes. here's this money. Um, but in restaurants, there's kind of like a ceiling. For sure. Like you can make a lot of money, mm-hmm. but you can't make, I think, for me at least, I couldn't make like a living and a career out of it. Well, you're not running the restaurant, right? Exactly. That's part of it too. Oh, hell no. So like without, when you're working that, like, yes, you have this like like microcosm of a job where yeah. you're in the, but th- there is a ceiling for sure because you can only make so many tips. Like, exactly. And there's only an expectation that someone will give you so much money for that service. Right, exactly. So <laughs> and so I, one day was just like, okay, I'm very confident in my serving skills. I'm very good yeah. at it. Um, so what else can I do that's similar to this? Yeah. And real estate just was like knocking on my door and it's like, hello. That's and so interesting. I just signed up for classes and I started doing it. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's such a natural progression from people where they're in caretaking fields to yes. getting into like the real estate field because it has so many crossovers where if you're already in this like customer service thing, you've already got a lot of it. Oh, absolutely. It's so funny because I think that most of the time for real estate, like people that are in that world by improving their customer service, that would be the one thing that would make their job like better and their life better. So like (laughs) if you went back and focused on the roots of what it is that you were doing, then yeah, that would be like a a huge, huge improvement to it. Absolutely. It goes hand in hand. Yeah. So when did you like search it out yourself when you decided to get there? When I first got this idea um, that I I didn't know personally anybody in the business. Okay. Um, I literally must have like come to me in like a dream or something (laughs) because I don't know how I was like, oh, real estate had never crossed my mind before. Hadn't thought about it, but at some point you just... I woke up one day and I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then, Mm. oddly enough, because what you focus on expands, Yes. I met a realtor who I became very good friends with and I'm still very good friends with her, but she kind of like pushed me to like continue to get like the license and take my classes and do all this stuff. Makes sense. It's it's a thing. That's another thing about our industry. It's like when you're friends with somebody and you like them, it's hard not to want to encourage somebody to get into it. If yes. it's like if they're like kind of in a spot where they're like, I'm not sure what to do. It's like this is a great option, by the way. Yeah, like you sometimes could though, when I talk about it, I'm like, I swear I'm not an MLM. Like yes, <laughs> yes. No, I'm not trying to recruit you. It doesn't really benefit yeah, me. I don't get money for it. Like yeah. the only benefit I get is like maybe we get to work together one day. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, which is wild. We haven't worked together yet. I don't. No, think. but we will. At some point, it has to happen. I'll manifest it. it, it we have to focus <laughs> on it more, right? Yeah. Right. Do you do you do a lot on in Lakewood? I do a lot in Lakewood. Mm. Um, so that's where my office is. My office okay. is in Lakewood. Do you um, live down there now? No, I actually. Well, when I got licensed, I lived in Lakewood. Okay, got it. Um, I moved to Mayfield. Um, maybe 
three, four years ago. Back to the east side. Um, back to the east side. And the thing about Mayfield is it's in, because I grew up in, I grew up in Chardon. Mm. Um, so I have a lot of people out there. I have a lot of people on the west side. And Mayfield is like dead center. Nice. Okay. So I'm in between all my people. Love it. Yes. Perfect. Well, that's that's cool. So so real estate has been a game changer for you, I guess you would say. Like Absolutely. In your life. How did your life change from when you were going waiting tables to <laughs> getting into this? Like what? What was that transition like? It has changed, like every. It has touched every aspect of my life. Like, yeah. um, becoming a better mother. Honestly, I think is like the biggest thing because mm. working in restaurants, like, I couldn't. I couldn't be there for her after school. I couldn't be there on the weekends. I couldn't do these things with my daughter. And now, like, I mean, people say like we create our own schedule, which we <laughs> do. But as you know, yeah, we get carried away sometimes. But mm -hmm. you know, I reserve Wednesdays. Wednesdays are my day where I do my best not to do any client meetings, anything Got like it. that. And that's our day together. So this is family time that's reserved and you're yes. able to have that time now as opposed to before you were kind of, you had to work to keep things going, right. to, keep the, to keep money coming in, to keep the ball rolling, whatever right. it was. Yeah, to keep yeah. food on the table. And like, I was constantly worried about like, yeah. you know, am I gonna pay rent? Am I gonna have groceries? Am I gonna mm. be able to buy her clothes? Am I gonna be able to do all these things? Yeah. But now like real estate has allowed me to like, you know, we, I own my own home and I get to like raise a kid in a house. And it's just like, it sounds so silly, <laughs> no. but it's like, what? Like, who that's, am I? <laughs> that's so sweet. And you did it on your own. I did it on my own. That's an incredible thing. Because yeah. that's, and you know, part of why I, I, I was talking, you know, we messaged back and forth a little bit, but part of the reason I wanted to have you here was just to hear more about what your story was because I was so interested and I've been curious, like, what have you been, uh, like, just, yeah. like, what has <laughs> happened between when I, when I knew you a million years ago? We my were, little emo phase. We were babies. Yeah. We were little babies then. <laughs> like, and... And now it's like so much life happens and it's curious b to me because I, I see, you know, I see your posts online. We've talked and I, I'm just excited to see you doing well. So I wanted to bring that to everyone to share. Too. Oh, so thank you. Thank you. And you too. I mean, yeah. this career for some people, it just like it's changes our lives. It's wild. It's really, really wild. And so to, to get back to that a little bit, because I want to dig in a little bit more here. So y you've kind of got things set up now, and you said the transition was uh, a good one. Yes. Getting started, how was the starting process for you? Was <laughs> it, like, tough to carry over? What Did you get going right away? Like, what happened with that? So my first year, so I got licensed in 2016, mm -hmm. um, I and I got licensed in May. Okay. My first sale um, was in October of that year. Okay, got it. Um. And my first listing I got that year was a short sale. Ooh, yeah. ouch. So that won't close for God two, knows. It took two years. <laughs> two years to close. <laughs> you're like, one day I'll get paid. Yeah. And then you get the check and you're like, that was two like years. Really? It, that's it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. Were you, so were you still waiting tables when I you I was still waiting like, tables. Absolutely. I mean, because it was uh, as excited and as like you know, head first, I went into like getting my license. Yeah. I did not do that once I had my license. I did. Uh, okay. And I've heard your story via, via your podcast. Like yeah. you jumped right in. Yeah. I was an insane person. Well, I wasn't even the, the thing that I, that happened with me is I was just too dumb to know any better. <laughs> so like I got in and was like, I can do this. It's fine. And I thought I had a lot more support in place than there was, uh -huh. but you, we were also in different places. You had your daughter at the right. time, right? I didn't have, like, if I didn't make it, then whatever, I guess I'll be like living. <laughs> in my car or whatever but i'll be fine like it'll it, like it'll be <laughs> i'll eventually figure it out so like that is a totally different thing and if depending on where 
you know, it can the, the process can be so much different. I think this is important for everyone to hear, depending on where you're l- at in life. You can't do the same thing necessarily as Absolutely. someone else. So, so okay, so you were transitioning through, and it took a so little while to get things while. going. Yeah, so I was still full-time waiting tables mm-hmm. um, that first y- year, um, mm-hmm. and I slowly, as I... As I made like, these few sales, I was like, you know, you get that excitement. And it's yeah. like, holy shit, like, I just sold a house. Like, yeah. that's so crazy. Um, so that kind of motivated me a little bit more. And I was slowly taking my mm. hours down at the restaurant. And then I um very fear-driven person oftentimes. Um, okay. So I was terrified to let the restaurant job go. I was terrified. Okay. To the point where in, I think it was 2018, I was working once a month at the restaurant. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> so what even is the point at that point, exactly. right? Exactly. Like, like there's no point. <laughs> and like I'm like this is literally just like eating up my Saturday nights and uh. essentially my Sunday mornings because I'm not getting home until like three in the morning. Oh gosh. Okay. And for that uh, for that extra couple of dollars, for, yeah. Fit, like and like all the stress that like a Saturday <laughs> night at downtown restaurant brings, oh like I'm good. <laughs> and but you know what? I the one time I was just like, you know what? I'm done with this place, and I quit, and it was so nice. <laughs> and it felt freeing, and it probably let you focus more on the thing that you actually wanted to be doing, yes. right? Yes. That's that's and that's the interesting part because I feel like, and now I I, I don't know exactly, but where you're at, but a, a year to year I've kind of seen just out of the corner of my eye, right? Social media is there, so I see like your posts and stuff, and it seems like you're really really doing awesome now like you've I'm killing had it huge <laughs> i'm and i'm so happy to hear it like you've had an inc- incredible growth and like in a couple years time when did you start um well i started in 2016 so it'll be five yeah. years in may oh my gosh yeah. um yeah and i have every year i have beat myself yes and i love that oh i my love gosh. that that's so exciting and yeah I, and then yeah so this past year awesome going awesome. right in the right direction yes what yeah. are the goals for this upcoming year? So my goals for this, this, this is the first year mm-hmm. um, where, so normally I set like a unit goal for myself, like sure. how many houses I'm going to sell this year. Okay. Um, because that's just how my mind works. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't normally do a volume goal mm-hmm. because I don't want to worry about like, oh, you're only going to buy you know, a house that's this much, like, I don't want to work with you. You can control the amount. You can't necessarily control the price Exactly. Point. Okay. And I don't want to do that. Sure, um, sure. So this year, I'm going to be happy if I match last year. <laughs> nice. Okay. So you did enough that you're like, okay, if I do that again, I'm in a I'm real gonna good spot. I'm going to be really happy. Heck yes. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So this year, I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to, because I worked my ass off last year. Yeah. I worked harder than I ever had last year, and I don't want to work harder than <laughs> that. <laughs> no, that's perfectly fair. Yeah. So so you have this goal to at least, you know, and it's it sounds like you said at, at least. So if you did that or you have some kind of number that you want to be around that range where you're kind of maintaining Absolutely. at this point. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Do you have things outside of then your real estate goals, whether it be personal, family, w- whatever that you're working on? Or yes. you have Absolutely. Let's hear about it. Okay. That's really where my main goals this year lie. Okay. Um, and COVID brought that on so hard. Speaking to <laughs> me, like, right to my chest here. Yes. That's absolutely 100% so, so much. Okay, so what are they? So my goals this year are to, so I, s- okay, well, 
going to the, like going to last year, mm-hmm. um, I started I started going back to therapy. Okay. And I fucking love it. Congratulations. I'm so happy. That's I, awesome. I like I found I'm like I'm back home. I'm so happy again. <laughs> this is where I belong. <gasps> wow. Okay. Um, so I started therapy and then I started um, I hired a business coach okay. who is also who she serves as like somewhat of like a spiritual mentor. Ooh, nice. Um, and she okay. has brought in like meditation into my life. And um, EFT tapping, mm. um, it's just like some amazing things, and like just finding finding myself. Oh, uh, <laughs> good! That's gonna come up here soon, so I'm happy yeah. that you're you're bringing up a very natural segue. But that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So my goals this year are just to like kind of deep dive into that further because okay. it has been like, and this sounds so cheesy, and like sure. I don't even care. Uh, it's just like a magical experience. Like, yeah, meditation to me is just like holy shit. Like my i can do this with my mind yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is interesting to me and i think it's in the same vein because i another thing that why i specifically wanted to talk to you because i saw that you always post like books that you're reading oh so my god yes i I'm assume obsessed. that you're a person that's very interested and care about like the self-work part of life mm-hmm. which is important to me and i think it's important for people to hear of how much control you can actually have because i i remember a point in my life where you know i was just kind of going with things and there are there are controls that we have as people that we don't realize by applying certain effort to things we can actually you know whether it's manifesting or whatever you want to call it you can guide the direction maybe you can't always pick exactly what it is that you're going to be doing but you can certainly point the ship in that direction yes so as far as like the manifestations for this year you said you're working on more personal things. What are you hoping to find out of it? I don't know, but I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so well, then let's take it back a little bit. You've been in this therapy journey for a year. What mm-hmm. have been some of your biggest, I guess, realizations? If you're comfortable talking about Absolutely, yourself and yeah. your own journey here, no, I'd love to hear. No, for sure. So I, um, I have been, so as, okay, being a single parent is, yeah. has it's, pluses and it's minuses mm-hmm. um and this past year has been i mean we're in i she's 10 she's pre-hormonal she's a preteen, and she's a female oh my god and she's a mini me so <laughs> this is the time <laughs> where you're like oh no it's all coming together Just like, who did this to me <laughs> oh no um so <laughs> that is what we are currently working on and i have um i started therapy because i'm like okay the things that I am attempting to teach her are things that I actually need to learn myself. Okay. Um, which makes it a very interesting journey yeah. in motherhood. Um, because, you know, I'm teaching her how to be a good friend. And I'm like, well, I'm not a good friend. Like, am I? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm not a great friend. Like, how am I supposed to teach her this? So, like, yeah. learning in therapy, learning about myself mm-hmm. is allowing me to pass these along to Riley, my daughter. Yeah. And it's like, it's super hard, but it's such like an experience that I don't know if many people get to experience that. And yeah. it's just like, and so I always tell you, I'm like, we're a team turbot, dude. Like we are in this together and we're just, we're just making it out here. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that's so sweet. And I think that there's something really important to be said there that it's not in, in taking that extra step. Yes. It's helping you. And yes, it's important for you, mm-hmm. but it's also like, these are life lessons for your family right. this is like it's just transmitting to her yeah and, and that's that's so important because I, I think that and this is probably something that they talk a lot about in your therapy you talk a lot about your personal childhood and mm-hmm. things that have happened like so i can imagine that going through your head when you're thinking about okay what am i what am i 
bringing to my daughter right now and how right. can I make this the most pos- positive experience and set her up the best way in life possible like I mean that's that's so, uh, so I think it's such a healthy thing to do I that. hope so well yeah <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> oh my gosh and that's all you could do right you right. never know so yeah that's oh my gosh well good on you for for that and I I'm interested in just the I think that it's so nice that people talk now about their therapy experience and that yes. idea because it wasn't long ago you know that w- when w- we were younger that I feel mm-hmm. like it wasn't even it still wasn't like it was more common but it was still it not was like weird yeah you thought a little bit about it if somebody said it you're like oh, okay like you're are they okay are you all right yeah. like you're not gonna like <laughs> snap or something are you like and now it's weird if you talk to somebody and they're like they haven't had some kind of experience in right. like therapy. You're like, you should probably take care of yourself. Right. <laughs> like There's you a reason. Like, you need to go. You should like take care of your shit. Like it's <laughs> like the people that don't go are the crazy ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But I think it's such a healthy thing for people to have that. And like, I, 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 I'm always curious to hear what everyone's like, what they learn and what they find out about themselves. Yeah. Because it's just. I, I think it's useful for everybody because that's the other part about the whole therapy experience being more public is that all of a sudden that talk therapy translates to people who maybe yes. are listening about it or thinking about it or maybe they're not going to get involved with it but knowing that people are they're like I'm not paying for therapy but I'm going to go ahead so yeah. and can you like like <laughs> that's what it is right your friends come around and they're like oh can you tell me a little bit more about what they said because right. like I don't want to take it like right, myself like, but like I can I listen don't to you go, but <laughs> <laughs> well, like how'd they help you right <laughs> oh my god which gosh. i respect that you know like yeah. that's fine at least it's a step at least exactly. it's progress and it's something that's i think it's helpful and healthy and it's it's useful still for sure so okay so you have this journey you're working on these things with your daughter mm-hmm. to kind of say okay we want to be better friends uh or, you know or how to be better in social situations yeah. whatever have you it's is there any other like big things that you've found from yourself that you've been like this has been a life changing or life uh, and sometimes it's a process but so it's it's definitely a process yeah. um but most recently so uh, we talk about my reading a lot yeah because i read a lot yeah <laughs> what is your book goal for this year so for everybody that's listening well okay it started out I want to say like four or five years ago where I'm like, okay, I'm, and I've always been a big reader, always have been. Okay. Um, but like it, it fell off. It fell off the map for a little bit. And I'm sure. like, okay, I just want to read a book a month this year. So if I can read 12 books and I'm good. Nice. And I did it. And then that's just literally been my goal every year. Mm. But last year I somehow ended up with 40 books. <laughs> <laughs> like not even thinking about it. You just sort of like, just happened. you just kept going and going. Yeah. And then you're like, oh. And I'm currently, I finished my 10th book the other day mm-hmm. of this this month nice last year <laughs> I was, so 10 books in like the last 24 days yeah. is what you're, nice that's incredible so, which is great and i'm like okay it's healthy it's yeah. fine um however i am the kind of person who is all or nothing <laughs> i okay. am either doing it or i am not there is no in between okay um and that's just who i am as a person so i also feel like it's worth mentioning that i um i'm in i'm in recovery Okay. Um, I'm s- I've been sober for seven years, so congratulations. If on that, that gives you a little bit of like insight onto like me being all or nothing, yeah, that explains that. Wow, <laughs> no, that's incredible. Good for you. I actually didn't know that. It in yes, seven years. Seven years. Wow, isn't that so crazy? That is so. I think wild. it's so crazy. <laughs> Good for you. So, but how? And we can go back to that. But how yeah. that translates here is in my therapy. She's like, 
okay, why are you reading though? Are you yeah. reading out of enjoyment or, and I'm like, um, and I had to think about it cause mm-hmm. I enjoy reading obviously. Sure. Um, I have found that I now use reading as my escape. Okay. And it's become like maybe an addiction. A little bit, <laughs> but, but if you take a look at like, okay, so that's, is it healthy, right? Is that a healthy right. thing to do? Like it's fine. So I mm-hmm. have over the past month, even though I've still finished 10 books, um, I have put a limit on my reading. Okay. Or else, like, I will read for 24 hours straight. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's I, wild. I won't okay. sleep. I will just read. Wow. Okay. So I let myself read 100 pages every day. And that's it. It's it's funny hearing that <laughs> from somebody that like like for me if I read I think my I was hoping to read like twenty four <laughs> books this year and like I and I'm not I'm not even so do you read like actual books or do you like Audible? Oh, books? actual books. I can't do Audible. Okay, so yeah, this is a hundred percent. I'm like the exact opposite person. I'm like I pick up a book <laughs> and I like immediately like start falling asleep and I'm like trying my hardest to read it. And it's like I I I do sometimes, but of my like twenty four books I'll read this year, like two will be physical copies and I'll well, listen to it, them. It counts. I'm, I'm a I'm a uh, a, a audio, audio yeah. Type. Well, yeah. I mean, that makes yeah. sense. You're on a podcast. Yeah, right. That yeah. <laughs> so, so listening to things like I don't know, and plus, like with our work, we're always traveling. We're always oh, on the yeah. road, so it's easy to like pop something on and just let it play or whatever. For and sure. Yeah. So okay. So that's so back to that though. So that's so interesting. So you have this mechanism that you know. Okay, I, I know that this is something I have to keep a limit on because it can actually be to the point where you enjoy it so much that it could be, it could like be I like, I don't want to stop. It can take up like parts of your day, like the whole thing. Like you could sit there and all of a sudden six hours will pass. Yeah. Be like I've been reading for like another so six like priorities hours. Priorities have gone out the window. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is so interesting though. Yeah. And now it's, did, was this something that you noticed or did that you notice through talking in therapy? I think I had like an idea. Okay. Um, I didn't, I, in therapy, I realized it, I was doing it to escape. I knew before therapy, like, it was taking away time for, like, things that I should be doing. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, therapy was just, like, she was just, like, um, are you okay? Like, what are you trying to, like, not think about? (laughs) I was about to ask the question, if we wanted to dive into it, what is the escapism? Um, The escapism, well, COVID. um, Fall of last year, the, I think... Being in real estate yeah. during COVID, a lot of us, it was kind of like something that was like put off for a lot of, like for a while for a lot of us. Like yeah. most people hit them March, tw- what, 2020? Yeah, yeah. When everything shut down, mm-hmm. no one could go to work. And but here we are, we, we've been working through this entire time. Yeah, absolutely. And we have been working in a market that has been so demanding. It's been craziness. Insane. <laughs> And I think, like, I was just, like, running with it, running with it, running with yeah. it. And then it just, like, caught up to me uh, so okay. fast. And I'm just, like, what do I do? Oh, my God. I'm going to read a book. Like, <laughs> So it was kind of that reevaluation. And I think this happened to a lot of people in a lot of industries was mm-hmm. through that time where like, you got so involved in this focus of, for you, it was the work. Okay, I'm, I'm grinding here. People need me. 
and that's an that's a tough one right yeah when when you set up yourself and you're not you, you get to the point and this is something i've talked about a lot was not putting your own needs before right everything that you're doing because it can be very easy to get sucked into that world where we kind of set our own rules for a lot of people in the self-employed world mm-hmm. you get to set a little bit of your own rules and if you don't have any rules <laughs> everyone will take every bit of your time that you have yes and we're natural caretakers, I think. Exactly. So now you've already set yourself up that you have this situation where you talked about, you know, you like caretaking from being mm-hmm. in the industry you are. Now, all of a sudden, this is where it gets dangerous because you can have those people-pleasing moments where <laughs> you feel the need to to take care of the people that you're working with. And it's important to do that. And it doesn't mean Absolutely, that you, you yeah. shouldn't by any means. But you have to have limits because if you stop taking care of yourself, at some point that burnout will catch up with you and then yes. you cannot be at the level that you need to to perform what you are doing well. Right. You can't pour from an empty, empty cup. Exactly. That's and that's the part that's just like, wow. So so now you've reached this point where you've been running. You kind of burnt yourself a little bit. Sounds like you got to a little bit of burnout yes. there. And then now it's like, okay, here's this thing that I can kind of tuck away to and give my focus to so I don't have to think about the time right. I was spending on all of this because it can be stressful, right? Unbelievably so. And... Yeah. The fact that I can be like, look what I'm doing, and it's and it was healthy. Yeah, so this is a good so it's thing, fine. right? That's that's <laughs> it, right? So so now it's like, okay, I've got this other thing. I do it, and it's it's part of it. This is important, and I have to do it. So I can. It's like uh, I think that some people can do that with like exercise is an easy one. I did I did that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you got? <laughs> like that's definitely something. When I the fir- my first year of sobriety, I was yeah. going to the gym twice a day. Um, I would go to the gym twice and I didn't, I didn't have my daughter. She was not living with me at the time. Yeah. So like, I'm like, okay, well I'll go to work for, you know, seven hours and then I'll go work out. Oh my gosh. And that's all I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like, I'm working on myself. This is good. And it's fine. Yeah. And Healthy. it's fine. You know, I've never thought about this, but by you saying this, I'm starting to realize some shit about myself. That's like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, like I thought about like how obsessive I was with my like work when I started to the point mm-hmm. where it would be like 12 hour days. I'd be on the, o- in the office on the phone and like really, really after it to the point where it was like, I neglected my social circles. I neglected the people that I was around and I kind of put off any personal responsibilities. Like I'd go home and my house was like a wreck. Like I I, like didn't take care of my shit. Like my grass would be a freaking foot and a half tall at my house. And like, I hate mine a lot now. So it's fine. Right. (laughs) Right. So all of that stuff where I'm like my personal life, like I'd come home and it would just be like, my house is a disaster. Like my relationships are non-existent. I freaking stopped paying attention to the people around me my friends that like were really good to me and took care of me. Like when I started, because there was that period of time where I was struggling to get going and they were there for me. I just kind of like let all that shit go. And yeah. I felt really bad about that. Like I've tried to make amends for a lot of that at this point in my life. Cause it right. was like one of those things that it, I guess, you know, you get carried away and it happens, but I didn't realize the mechanism behind it because by you saying that, I feel like that that's something I relate to very deeply and personally. Cause Isn't it wild? It, it's so easy that, and I actually, I think I read a book on this at one point that, that like, we get so into there's like a book that's like uh, how self-improvement can be like an addiction yes yeah <laughs> and, and yes. there's that, so that's the other scary side of it. it's like what the hell is it like can i like where is the happy medium <laughs> what can i actually do <laughs> what can i obsess over healthy right. healthy and then does it get better it's like okay well is it healthy if i just divert to 19 different obsessions can exactly. i do <laughs> like yes and i'm like and that's where i'm at right now yeah because i'm like okay i have like this like set 100 pages that i can read a day yes 
and then I'm like, okay, well, what else, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. And like, there was, there was also a point in my life where I was obsessive over a podcast. Okay. I was listening to like, I didn't, I stopped listening to music. Okay. Wow. I only, and with how much we drive. It's easy to do that. It's so easy to do you that. You find something you like and you can just let it run. Yeah. And I was yeah. listening to like finance podcasts and th- things that like, I mean, of course, like I, I like finances, like, sure. of course, but I'm not like savvy in it or anything. <laughs> like I have like, I have like a financial person that like does that stuff for me. It's like, yes. I don't really need to know all of that stuff because <laughs> I don't want to, but I was listening to finance podcasts. Like I was getting paid for it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to be an expert on this topic yeah, for no reason. Me <laughs> so miserable. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny though. It's so weird. Like how <sighs> our minds are just like, Oh, but this is healthy. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it, the, it, and it right. I guess that's where moderation comes into play with everything in everything. life, <laughs> especially when you do have that personality type where you're easily sucked into things yes. and like really, really like okay, this is something that I love and want to do a lot We're of. We're just excited people, I think. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it can be positive. It's like okay, but how do I temp? And then there's a fine line too because. For me, if I don't give enough attention to something, I will drop things sometimes if it's, like, not yes. in front of me enough. So I have to, like, keep that balance. Like, with this especially, it helps me with a schedule. So, like, I try to have a recording schedule for the podcast that I'm going to be – I schedule out people that I will interview. So I have, like, a running list now of interviews and dates, and then I try to do w- at least one other one a week. So That's now, good, though. Yeah, so now I've got, like, a Tuesday, Thursday release schedule. I've tried to set, like, an expectation that those will be the days that they come out. Mm-hmm. And that way, you know, when, I, when I'm feeling good. Now, I took this from a friend of mine that she, she recommended, you know, for me, I have a lot of ups and downs in the way that I do things and feel about stuff. So if I get into a mood where I'm struggling to get started and do the show, I try to record, like, a batch of them. So if I've got that, you know... I think that this applies a lot more in fields that are like creative type fields where mm-hmm. you have that energy going, then go for it. So I'll, for like today, I have two that I'll record in a row or I'll do two or three in one day sometimes. But then it still has that benchmark where I try to align it with the goals I have where I'm not putting so much over my goal that I'm not focusing on my real estate job because right. I still have to go work. <laughs> like that, that's not, like that's part of my day today too. Like I right. have to, I have to do those we things. Still I still have responsibilities. <laughs> exactly. So, it's just a weird dance, right? Where you're kind of trying to figure out what that line is and what is what is healthy, how much of it can I do, and how far do I need to commit to that thing? And when do I need to stop? And when do I need to stop? And that's also something that I've learned. Yeah. Like sometimes, you know, we're like juggling all of these things. Yeah. And like it's okay to drop one of those balls. Like Yes. And that is really hard sometimes. <laughs> yes. So bringing it back to the real estate portion of that, I feel like that applies a lot when trying, when working with people and like there are situations where, y- and y- I, you may be at this point or you may have already passed this point in your career where you decide like there are some people that I don't have to work with. Oh my God. <laughs> there are sometimes yes. people because <laughs> it's like a, uh, it's, it's like a relationship, right? There's going to be yes. people that you just don't quite, see eye to eye with or maybe it's not going to be a good healthy working relationship right. and it's okay that we don't always work with every single person and it's yeah. also okay for that client because you're not going to be again giving your I'm best. I'm not helping them. Yeah yeah exactly. And like they they want help. Yes they it's want not help. It's not going to be me. And it's exactly <laughs> okay good so you're there you've yes. got that. Thank that God. <laughs> did you struggle with that when you were working through like 
was there a point where yes. you felt like I need to take everything? Everything. Yeah. I needed to take everything and I needed to find everything. <laughs> okay. And um it was definitely like an interesting time. Okay. I don't think there was a point and maybe there was and I don't remember it, but I don't think there was a point where I'm just like, This really sucks. Okay. Like I you know, I you know, say I have like ten clients I'm working with. Sure. I don't think there was ever a point where like I didn't like any of them. Okay. Or like I shouldn't say I didn't like them. That I didn't want to work with any of them. <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> don't worry, she likes you just fine. I like you guys. <laughs> you're all great. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, and so, so that I w- I'm grateful for that. I'm yeah. grateful that I didn't because ex- I know a lot of people do experience that where like mm-hmm. they have all of these clients and yeah. they're grateful for that, but they don't they're not they're not able to help any of them. Yeah, I, I think that that may stem from how people going. This is a real estate industry specific thing. So I, I you know, for anybody that's <laughs> not in that, maybe this doesn't make sense. Just but skip ahead. yeah, skip, you can skip this part. Um, w- I think for our industry, that part can stem from like too much of searching out, like n- not getting the database stuff together, not having the people that mm-hmm. you know. I feel like when you start to rely heavily, especially like online leads and stuff like that. Everybody feels the same way, right? Like, you're going to get a lot of stuff that's like, okay, these people aren't in your circle. You have no connection. There's already this little bit of disconnect. And sometimes you find really great people like that. Absolutely, yeah. But there's also a lot of people that you're going to find where it's more of um, of a transaction. Yeah, it's more of a transaction. I'm trying to think if there's, like, a really good analogy for anyone who's, like, not in that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like you met on the wrong dating app, everyone. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> they're all using Tinder, and you're more of a you're more of a yeah. You're like a Bumble. Guy. You're like a Bumble person, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, that's that it. translates. Yeah, and if you're sense. not dating, sorry, I don't have another one yeah. for you. That's all I got. I don't know. <laughs> Look it up. You'll figure it out. No, there's yeah. So that's that's interesting. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. So uh, let's actually let's circle back to something. So. I'm curious about your process, and uh, again, you can talk as much as you're comfortable with this, but mm-hmm. you said uh, that at one point, it seems like addiction has been a constant a constant thing in your life that has come about. Was that always when you were younger? Did it start at some point where that came more into your life? Sure. So, yeah. um, I mean, when I have, and maybe it was like all of the drugs that I did, yeah. or I don't know what, I have a terrible memory of my childhood i not not terrible not terrible as in like it it was bad like you can't it means like i can't remember it like i i mean i bits and pieces here and there um but i started drinking and using drugs around the age of 12 or 13 oh my gosh um and then so really i mean which to me is still i'm still child yeah so yes it has been in my life since Mm. childhood in that sense Wow. And that's that's a I- crazy thing, right? Because I think about that, too, sometimes, where I think the first time I ever drank, I was, like, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a... That's a then you think of, like, your baby, daughter at I 10 know. now. You're like, holy I'm shit. I'm just like, oh, we're getting close. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, that's a scary thing. And you really, like, I, I, you don't realize it at that age, but when you're looking back, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. A literal kid. And, like, you see, like, 12, 13-year-olds now, and you're just like, they are so... Little. That's a child. That, that is, is a yeah. That that's is a baby. <laughs> that's still a baby. <laughs> what? It, yeah. What do you mean? I was doing that then. Right. Like, that's not right. Like, <laughs> that's not okay. Yeah. It's not allowed. Oh my gosh. So so for you, it came to a point where it 
became enough of a, a, a problem in life where you had to say, okay, this has to be gone completely because I'm not going to live like this anymore. It was, was just, that it became to be not okay. Yeah. Um, a lot, I won't go too deep into it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, because, well, first of all, I could talk about it for hours, but sure. <laughs> there's also people probably just don't need to know all that about my life. That's fine. Absolutely. Um, but you know, I had started going into rehabs. So Riley was born in 2011 mm -hmm. and that's the year, I think that was the first year that I went into rehab. Um, shortly after I had her, a few months after I had her was my first stint there. Yeah. Um, so between 2011 and 2014, I had been in and out of rehabs multiple times a year. Yeah. Um, so I forget where this was going. Uh, oh, what, like what made me be like, I'm done. Yeah. What was the, what was the, uh, catalyst the or whatever. Yeah. The catalyst. Yeah. So in 2013, Riley's dad passed away from a drug overdose. Okay. Um, and it was almost exactly a year before I got sober. And in that year after he passed away, I was in like full blackout mode. Um, I was like disgusting. I was just a shell. I was not, I was not okay. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, so I got sober on October 11th of 2014. I did not get arrested. I did not OD. I didn't, I don't have any like major thing that happened yeah. i was just like i showed up to my friend's house who was sober and i showed up not sober yeah. and she drove me to the psych ward <laughs> oh my gosh yeah and dropped me off and i was just like i'm yeah. done yeah and there was at that point you weren't fighting it you're just i, I was exhausted yeah it's exhausting and i'm just like i oh i gosh. can't live like this wow And I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't discredit any of that experience by saying that there wasn't any, ca there wasn't I guess a catalyst. I feel like it's a combination of, of life, right? You see, yeah. and being able to get to a point where you realize that it's time for a change. Yeah. It was just, I, that's it. Like I was just, I was exhausted. Oh I was gosh. so tired. I couldn't, you know, there was a time in that year of blackout where I, tr I you know, I was suicidal. Huh. Um, and I couldn't, I'm like, I can't even kill myself, right? <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> no. Um, and I can laugh about that yeah. now. I can laugh about <laughs> that now. Um, and so I was like, well, if I can't do that, then I might yeah. as well figure out how to live, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. I know that there, myself included, there's a lot of people that are very happy that you're here. Thank you. And I'm, I'm so I'm happy that, that you were able to have what is really, I mean, that is a big uphill battle to get to the point where you are. And now looking back, I mean, this is something that I've talked about with people in the past before, but seeing the change of who you are in a person today, um, I mean, looking back at yourself from 10 years ago or however many it's years so ago, crazy. like, like what you've become, did you ever think in your, like, did you ever think that that would be, uh, you would be who you are no, right now? No, not at all. I didn't think I was going to make it past 25. <laughs> 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 and I don't know if I wanted to. <laughs> no, that's fair. Now, at, at the point where you are now, do you feel like you've done a good job or you've experienced the point, uh, experienced something where you feel that you've kind of found where you want to be in life? Or is that something you're still working on that journey? I think that's something that I'm still working on. And to be honest with you, I don't think I ever want to feel like I have experienced that. Good. Um, I enjoy growing and I enjoy like learning new things and I yeah. enjoy learning about myself and who I am. Um, and I feel like anyone that 
feels like they're like, okay, like I've got it, it all figured out. I'm here. Like, what do you? No, that's not how life works. What's the next inv- <laughs> part of the adventure, right? Right. Yeah. Like, turn the page. That's an important part of, I think, this whole idea of of progressing and, like, improving, right? That it's it's always, a, if you're willing to commit to it as a process and being something that's never-ending, then there's not, it takes away from the exhaustion of thinking that you're working towards a finish line. Yeah, there's no end point. There's no end point. It's just part of who you are and what you do. Right. And that's uh, that's an important thing to realize, I think, because if you're trying to always work for this end goal and you never achieve it, that can be a exhausting. I- it can affect you mentally. It can be a difficult thing to think, OK, like, am I going to get there ever? Am right. I getting any closer? Like, what right. is happening? Like, and <laughs> man, wow. OK, I'm so happy. Thank you for sharing that, though. Yeah. I really appreciate that, because I think that there's a lot of people that need to hear that Absolutely. and know that, like, when you're in a really negative like mental headspace, it's so hard to imagine anything. Sometimes it's hard to imagine like getting out of your bed. Yes. So like to think about like your life can be something different or your life can be better. Or even now, do you feel like you've achieved at least a, a ha- more of a happiness that you experience in life? Like 1000%. Okay. Like I have definitely accomplished something. And yes. I think, you know, aside from giving birth to a human being, (laughs) um, sobriety has been my biggest accomplishment ever. Uh, (laughs) That is so awesome. And I'm so, so proud of you for doing it like that. And I mean that in a very genuine, genuine way. Like it's such, it's such a hard thing when you come from that headspace. And and especially like I, I'm not sure there's things that I can relate with, but there's also parts like I, I don't know that I have a, like a super addictive personality. So mm-hmm. for me, I don't know uh, all of what that is like, right. but I can imagine parts of it from like little examples that we've talked about. I'm like, sure. okay, I, c- I can imagine now if you're talking substances and things that are really difficult, those are going to have a whole nother toll on your body and mental well-being and everything. So yeah. like it can be just a black hole of pulling you into something that's so, so hard to get out of. Exactly. So but I think that yeah. the thing is, is like with substance and things like that is there is a very obvious um, like people can obviously be like, that's bad. Like, yes. don't do that. Yeah. And like, you can feel it physically, mentally, emotionally. And like humans are born. Like, I think we mm-hmm. know right from wrong. Like yeah, the yeah. general idea of it. Absolutely. And so like throughout the, my whole addiction, like I'm like, I kn- I'm aware that this is wrong. Yeah. I'm aware I shouldn't be doing this. Whereas like things now, like mm-hmm. we've talked about like working out or reading or whatever it might be. Yeah. We don't have that. No, so that goes it doesn't, away. I don't know if it's like harder in a sense. I don't think one is harder than the other. I think sure. both have very, very hard things about them. Yeah, yeah. And that's it, and it, for so many people, I mean, that, that might even just be a, a wake-up call to like you don't even realize that those things could potentially be yeah. negatives because it, it seems like every part of that would be a positive. It appears to be positive. Yeah. Gosh, and this is, you know, this is so interesting. This is, uh, by the way, I have no, like, script for what we talk about <laughs> here. Like, I have a couple things that I like to have questions for, but I had no idea that this is where our conversation and would be that, today. Though. So Authentic, it's, right? It's really great. <laughs> and I'm, I think it's so interesting because it's super eye-opening. Like, part of why I do this, I feel like, is almost like my own self-talk therapy. So this sure. is just all about me. I it's love it. I'm <laughs> no, here for it. <laughs> no, no, I love learning about stuff like this because I think there's so much we gain from everyone else's experiences Mm -hmm. and my gosh that is that is really interesting so okay so now you've you've had this really life-changing journey that's brought you to where you are now 
What advice would you have for people that are listening that are kind of going through it still and trying to figure out like what is their next step or they feel a little bit lost in, you know, lost in the process? I, oh, that's such a hard question, I feel like. Um, but, you know, like I just, I know that, and I just had this conversation with my daughter the other day. Yeah. And it's very cheesy, but this is what I think of. And I'm sure there's lots of like memes or whatever out there and I'm sure I got it from a meme okay but I always think of like so specifically my driveway Mm -hmm. um my driveway is very cracked (laughs) and so I constantly am getting like weeds and dandelions and things growing out of it Mm -hmm. and Riley you know she's been struggling a little bit lately yeah and with friendships and you know like I said how to be a good friend and I'm like listen yeah you are the dandelion in our driveway (laughs) Okay. It hurts growing through that cement. It hurts. But look what comes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a dandelion. It's a weed. But it's so pretty. <laughs> you know, it made it. It did it. It yeah. set its mind to it. And it fucking did it. <laughs> so sometimes you have to grow all the way through pavement. Not all the time. Are exactly. You growing in, you're, you're not always growing <laughs> in a there field. There is beauty <laughs> at the end. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, no, that's, I think that that's a really sweet and interesting thought. Like, it really is. Yeah. And, I mean for her journey and where she's at right now, right? That's a tough time to be a kid. It is. Very. Especially during all this garbage that's going on. I can't imagine. Yeah. Like, uh, that's another thing that's like, how do I even relate to that? Because that's an experience that a lot of people I can't even never had. Like, you have I'm no idea. Like, like, I don't like, know to tell you, dude. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to be here. It's going to be tough. Yeah, I'm like, here. Like, we're just, we're growing through some pavement right now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's a really good one. Wow. Oh, so... That, I mean, that wraps a little bit of, I guess, what we had to talk yeah. about today. <laughs> I'm so happy that we got to share that. So I'm going to give you a little moment here to kind of do your any kind of self-promotion plug that you want for yourself. So whether it's yeah. your business or anything, please share everybody one more time and let them know uh, who you are, what you do, and where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I'm more active on my Instagram. It's at um, Erin Turbot. I keep it real simple. Um, and I would love to connect. Yay. Awesome. Erin's an awesome realtor and she is all over the place and all over Cleveland. So get in touch with her. Awesome guys. Thank you again for listening. This is another episode of Finding Self and we'll talk to you next time.